Most people don't know what's holding them back, but you do because you listen to me, Sam, your self-care guru and journal junkie. Welcome to Journal Entries, your safe place where you can tune in weekly to get tips, tricks, and journal prompts to uncover your feelings, gain clarity, and make your move. Hello, hello. Welcome to our second journal entry of 2023. I'm still riding the high of a new year, new chapter, new book. (laughs) I just love fresh starts and fresh starts for me doesn't always have to be a new year. It can be, it can be a Monday. It can be every single day, but I'm just feeling really good. And I'm excited to come to you today because I got a question last week And as soon as I got it, I went to go respond to this woman and I just spiraled. I went down the rabbit hole of like all the things of like, this is what you can do and this, and this really helped me. And I was like, you know what? This needs to be a podcast episode because clearly I'm passionate about it. And clearly if she has this question, other women do too. So I did a post on social media where I asked what your word of 2023 was. And this woman said that her word was present. And she said that she really wants to be more present in her life this year. She wants to put away her phone and enjoy all of the moments of her life. To which I responded, Being present was always so tough for me, but it got easier with lots of practice and it's so worth it. And she then asked me, what things did you do to be more present? I'd love any advice or support. So that is what we're going to dig into today because I know what it's like to be glued to your phone, to feel disconnected from those that you are literally sitting right next to on the couch and just not present with those that you love and then anxious about not being present because you know that you should be present with them. And you are likely very aware of this, but you can't stop it. And that's where I was a couple of years ago. And I practiced being present. And there are three things that really did help me get to a place now where I do scroll. I won't hide that. (laughs) I do scroll. I do get distracted. I'm not always present, but I am more present than I've ever been. And once you experience that presence, you'll crave that feeling of connection, of calm, of bliss, of of just being so centered and with the person that you're with, but also with yourself. And I'll get into that in a little bit too. So I think that being present is difficult because of one main thing. It requires us typically to focus on what we can't do. So I mentioned scrolling my phone and also like being disconnected and distracted while on the couch. That's just like, I feel like the typical scenario is you're with your significant other or kids or whatever on the couch at the end of the night and everyone's just scrolling their phones, right? And so when we think I should be present in this moment, 
typically we go to, I should put my phone away. But when you're focused on what you can't do, like being on your phone, that's all you're thinking about doing. You're, you're on the couch thinking, don't look at my phone. Don't look at my phone. Don't look at my phone or go put my phone away, go put my phone away. And that's just not productive. That's not a good feeling that you want to feel. So here are my three steps on how to start feeling present and then how to actually do it. So step number one is ask yourself, in what ways do you want to be present? Our lives are so busy. There are so many people in our lives and we get to prioritize how we want our life to look and how we want our life to feel. So when you think of being present with who, when, where? So for myself, I want to be present when I'm visiting with my family. Often I currently live right next door to my parents. And so I go over to their place for dinner or just to say hi. And so it's important for me to be present when I'm over there. I also want to be present for my son when on the days that he's home from daycare or just the weekends, I don't want to be glued to my phone or just constantly thinking of all the things on my to-do list. And the third area that I really want to be present is for myself at night so that I can calm down, reduce stimulation before bed, and just have that moment of peace and quiet with myself. So that's step number one. In what ways and when is it that you want to be present? And you can list a whole bunch or just one. Totally up to you. Step two, ask yourself why is it important? Why, why is presence in general important to you? It might help to look at the previous answers to the question and think, why is it important that I'm present with my family, that I'm present when Griffin is watching TV? Why, why do I really want to not be on my phone at that point? Why do I, I'm all alone at the end of the night. Why do I care that I'm scrolling my phone. What is that reason that you crave being present? And for me, it was very easy. Connection. I want to feel connected with myself, with my son, with my family. That connection is what I think of every time I'm tempted to look at my phone while Griffin and I are snuggling, or when I'm wanting to check to see if I got any new text messages while I'm over at my parents' house, or when I'm tempted to log in to work and see if I got any new emails at night when it's quote unquote, it's just something really quick, right? I think of connection. So what word is it that you want to feel that presence will give you? And then step three, map out what each of those scenarios from step number one look like for you. So for me, step number one to recap was in what ways do I want to be present? And one of the ways for me was I want to be present when visiting my family. So what that looks like for me is sometimes I leave my phone at home when I go over there. 
or I, when I get to their house, I leave my phone on the counter because I realized when I am there, I think to myself, the most important people in my life are either there with me or they can get a hold of someone that I'm currently with. So I'm not needed. <laughs> if anything, I get to enjoy the break, the company, the conversation, all of the things. And so having that awareness and then also leaving my phone somewhere where I'm not tempted to look at it, craving that connection piece makes it very easy to do. The second scenario for me was when my son is home from daycare or again on the weekends or anytime. So what that looks like for me is kind of twofold. First, I understand what my top priorities are for the day. And if you've never heard me say this, it's one of my best productivity tips that will leave you feeling good at the end of the day, rather than focused on all the things you didn't accomplish because our lists are never ending. I ask myself nearly every single morning, if I were to only accomplish one to three things today and I would feel good and productive and successful, what would those three things be? And then I do those earlier in the day. I get those things done. Of course, there's like a million things that I want to do, but am I okay with leaving dishes in the sink today? Yes. <laughs> am I okay with responding to emails tomorrow? Yes. So go through your list, prioritize what's actually important and get those things done earlier or plan when you'll do them, like during nap time or whatnot. And then the key here for me is plan what I will do with my son. Because if I am thinking I'm going to be present with my son right now, but I don't have a plan and my phone is right there, it's so easy to disconnect because I think, eh, he's watching Paw Patrol. I, I'll just go do my thing. So even if watching Paw Patrol is on my list of things to do with Griffin, having it on my list of things to do makes me feel connected to him. Like this is an activity that we're doing, or maybe we're doing an activity locally. We'll go to a local park or we'll play in the snow or we'll color. So again, focusing on what I can do, not on what I won't be doing that day. Like I won't be on my phone. I won't be working. Instead, I'm focusing on my list of things that I can do with my son. And last but not least, just to give you more ideas, it was being present with myself, mostly at nighttime. And so what that looked like for me is reading a book or journaling. And I want to add a little side note here because when I first thought to myself, I want to have a nighttime routine and I want to feel present and connected to myself and calm at the end of the night, I planned out a whole nighttime routine, which was something like at eight o'clock, put my phone in the bedroom, then make tea then stretch or do yoga and then read and then wash my face and moisturize and put on serums and all of that and then go to bed. You guys, I did that literally one night. 
<laughs> I still remember that night. I remember it so vividly because it was just once. It didn't work for me. Feel free to put together a whole routine for yourself. But for me, simply reading a book or journaling or one thing is all I need to pull me back to myself, to make me feel present and to create that sense of connectedness. Is that a word? Connection. <laughs> the connection with myself, calm, centered, inner peace, all of that. So um, focus again on what it is that you want to do at night, not all the things that you won't be doing. Focus on what you do get to do. And if you are trying to get into a journaling practice and you feel like you just don't know what to write, I encourage you to write in the evening because after a full day of work, of dealing with people, of nutrition, of all of weather, so many things impact our days. And all of that impacts our mood and our emotions and triggers and how we feel and memories. And so for me, at least it's always easier to write and to tap into scenarios and emotions and whatnot at the end of the day. I typically journal at the beginning of the day, just because it's a habit for me. I do it very first thing, but again, at night, especially if you're struggling with just getting started, that's a little side tip for you as well. So with all of that being said, especially the nighttime routine with reading a book, I want to share as well that I finished my most recent book, which was Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover about one month ago, and I have not picked up a book since, meaning that my evenings for the past month or so have, I, I have not felt very present. I have been scrolling or watching TV and it doesn't feel good, but I'm actively doing it. And I try to release any judgment. It happens, right? Presence is hard, especially in a world where there's so much going on, where so much demands our attention, where tons of apps are literally wired to get us addicted to keep scrolling. Like we are fighting the odds and trying to break a serious habit by, especially with phone addiction. But even if it's not your phone, something else, we are rewiring our brain. So if, and when you do fall back into sitting on that couch and not feeling present, that's okay release any judgment that you might have for yourself. Anytime that you don't hold yourself to the standard that you feel like you should have and bring yourself back to how good it feels to get to do the things that you want to do and feel the way that you want to feel. And when you can tap into that, you will stay present most of the time. So to recap and to create some journal prompts for you. Number one, in what ways do I want to be present? And what does presence mean to you? How will you feel when you're present? Map out what it looks like for you. And then practice, practice, practice without judgment. I 
can't wait for you to feel the shift after journaling through all of this and becoming more aware of your current habits and also becoming more aware of what it is that you want and how you want to feel. And then actually the shift of practicing this and feeling this new way, you're going to feel incredible. So happy journaling, and I will see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's journal entry. I love connecting with my listeners, so make sure you screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at samantha.s.says so I know you're listening. And don't forget to grab your free training and journal prompts at www.samanthapenkoff.com forward slash podcast.